I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah. We are best friends and dietitians. We have a goal of challenging nutrition misinformation and fitness trends with an evidence-based approach. Each episode, we will dish up our thoughts about the latest facts on a popular health-related topic. We're the Upbeat Dietitians. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Upbeat Dietitians podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we are talking about Optavia. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm sure if that's not right, someone will tell us because Optavia is basically another like Herbalife cult, essentially. Um, We talked about Herbalife a few episodes back, and I mentioned that I had like a YouTube video with crazy comments. I also had an Herbalife video or excuse me, an Optavia video with some crazy comments. So Optavia people are very intense about liking their program, but what Optavia is, it is a, just another low calorie, low carb diet. Um, you essentially get like a bunch of like prepackaged foods that are supposed to help with like portion control and they quote, it helps people achieve lifelong transformation, one healthy habit at a time. And we'll go over the problem with that in a little bit, but let's first go into like what like Optavia all offers. And then we'll go over kind of like the problems with the program as a whole, like they're offering specifically that kind of thing. So they have their products, which are like meal replacements. They have like soups and drinks. They even have like meals, like mac and cheese and pancakes and that kind of stuff. But it's like low carb, low calorie versions of those foods. So you can assume they taste like cardboard. And I've had patients that have done Optavia and said the food is just terrible. And we'll get to this, but it's like 500 bucks a month for these fuelings. It's so expensive. So expensive. So yeah, we'll get to that and the cons of that. But like, I'm already getting fired up. One of the cons of that is that you can't do that forever. Like who can do these fuelings for longer than like a couple months without going broke? Hold on a second. I need, I need to calculate something. So <laughs> that is, and do they supply all of your meals for them? Um, okay. So it's $414 for less than 30 days of fueling. I think it's for 30 or 28 days of fuelings. Let me double check though. That 414, that'd be like, if your grocery bill was $103 every week for just one person, like if you have a family to feed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, okay. Oh I, I think they increased it because this is when I like made my YouTube video. That was the price. Now it mm-hmm. looks like it's $428 for like, uh, how many days of feelings is this? Oh my gosh. I don't even know. It's not very clear on the website. I think it's, it's 428.20 for, I believe like a month of feelings. It's like $107. So a a lot of money for person. some like for some powders and some bars. That is not within my budget. (laughs) Me neither. All just for like a thousand calories a day or less, which brings me to my next point. So uh, they have like the products and then they also have their program. So the most popular one is their five in one plan, which is where you get five of their quote fuelings. And then you're also encouraged to eat one lean and green meal per day. So you have five feelings that they provide you, and then you eat one lean and green meal on your own. And they claim that by allowing that one lean and green meal per day, you are taught how to make healthy choices. The problem with that is 
there's a lot of rules, which I'll get to that. Actually, let me get my other paper up here. Um, cause I like took screenshots of their website. Um, because the rules they have, but like what you're allowed to eat for the lean and green is insane. Insane. Like they say, like onions are too, are too starchy. Onions? Yes. And even for like the meat, they have like lean, leaner, leanest. And what is in like, lean? So lean, like the, the fattiest lean is fish. So like salmon, tuna, farmed catfish, mackerel, herring, lean beef, which I feel like if you got like 99% ground beef, that's super duper lean, but whatever lamb ground Turkey, that's 85 to 94% lean and chicken or Turkey, dark meat. And then like the leaner cuts, like your leaner fish, like swordfish, trout, halibut, um, chicken breast. If you get ground Turkey or other ground meat, 95, 97, pork chop, pork tenderloin. And then same thing, like your leanest, leanest fish, 98% lean ground meats, that kind of thing. So anyway, they get some of that, right? I guess, but I guess I got the fish. Cause like there is there like are healthy fatty fish. Fats. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but then they have the veggies listed by lower carbohydrate, moderate carbohydrate and higher carbohydrate. And the funny part is the higher carbohydrate vegetables, the high carb vegetables that you need to limit are broccoli, red cabbage, um, okra, bell peppers, um, tomatoes, Swiss chard, green beans, leeks, etc. spaghetti squash, whatever. So those are the high carb veggies that you need to limit because they're too high in carbs. A little problematic. I'm getting ahead of myself though. I want to better explain what the five and one thing even is a little bit more. Okay. So again, you get five of their feelings that they provide. That's that 428 that you're paying for every month. And then you're supposed to eat one lean and green meal. And those are kind of the specifications for that. So if you follow this specific plan, you will only be eating about 800 to a thousand calories a day. That's like what they encourage you to eat. That's very problematic. That's like the needs of a, not even like a two-year-old. Like that's like nothing. That is insane. And so hungry. Exactly. And so like, of course it leads to weight loss when you're eating 800 calories a day. But the problem is you can't maintain that forever. You guys know, we always talk about this. No. My next point along with that is the lean and green meals don't have carbs. Like you're not allowed to have like rice, potatoes, pasta, um, bread, cereal, any of those kind of things. And that also is another reason why it's not sustainable when we don't have our body's main source of fuel, we really crave it. And so we feel like we're a failure when we actually eventually binge on those foods, even though it's just Octavia being restrictive as hell. I still can't get over. Sorry. We're going back to that yeah. first. It's okay. We're all over First today. point is it said it teaches you or they say it teaches you how to make healthy choices and all it's doing is giving you food to eat it's not yes. teaching you anything exactly. all it's telling you it's like it's like eat this food you're there's no learning pro- there's no critical thought behind that it's like this is what I have to eat today it's not like they're teaching you like oh make sure you have like a veggie carb and protein make sure like I don't know. Like, I don't like really teaching portrait sizes, but 
make sure like you whatever like for probably like, from their weight loss standpoint like like yeah. eat this much but it doesn't teach you anything if you're just given exactly like what to eat <laughs> exactly and you're supposed to eventually like wean off of it and you do start to transition into like your own foods and whatever your own like foods. <laughs> yeah exactly your carbs your high <sighs> carb broccoli like the world the world has a hard enough time eating vegetables as it is it's not right like- Let's not demonize broccoli, broccoli which has like, like no peppers. carbs. Here, I'll Google it. Carbs in broccoli. I bet it's like three. I know it's like five. What was, shoot, we should know this. I know. Oh, A cup of broccoli know. has six grams of carbs, but two of which are fiber. So if you're a net carb person, four net carbs. Four carbs for that. That cup. They're just going to take you right out of that ketogenesis and you're going to be screwed or ketosis, ketogenesis. What am I saying? <laughs> I would have believed you <laughs> so many, so many pathways, but oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Wait, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Cause I feel like okay. I can't, so, I can't get over this, but I, we need to keep going. They don't teach you a darn thing, but the fuelings that they give you are about like a hundred calories each. So even like though you get five of them a day, the only like actual real meal you get is that lean and green. And even that I wouldn't even say is a balanced, balanced, satisfying meal. Cause you're not allowed to have any kind of carbs. It's just like a meat and veggie, which is fine. Like I have nights where I'm cool with having like salmon and some Brussels sprouts and I'll go to bed on yeah. that. But like I had carbs all day long, you best believe. So I don't feel deprived by just having that. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Like, oh my gosh. hundred calories like- per fueling. Also, that's exhausting to think about. Like, I have to like eat each of these this many times. It's not intuitive at all. Not teaching you anything. It doesn't teach you anything. And that's why you can't maintain it. The amount of patients I have seen that have done up to via and then come to where I work because they failed the Optavia is just astonishing because Optavia doesn't work. Um well, you guys could probably guess that this can be a very slippery slope into an eating disorder when you aren't allowed to have broccoli. Like the amount of food rolls they place is insane. More about like the expensive note. I did the math when I like talked about this before and it ended up being around like three bucks per fueling. So you're paying like $3 for like a granola bar or $3 for like a little thing of protein cereal that tastes like cardboard. That's a lot. You can get a granola bar for like 75 cents. Yeah. That will taste a lot better. <laughs> yes. And have fun flavors and carbs. Exactly. And then along with like paying what I said, like 428 a month for the feelings. Yeah. You still have to buy the stuff for your lean and green meals. That so wasn't still, included. No, you have to buy your own. So that's only for those hundred calorie fuelings. Oh my God. Yes. This yes. is so much like meat is not cheap. Neither no, is fresh produce. I mean, they say you can do like egg whites and that kind of stuff too, but even still. No one's gonna eat egg whites every single day. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot. I also found a breakdown of like how like I mentioned the calories, but mm-hmm. it's also about 80 to 100 grams of carbs per day, at least 72 grams of protein. So that's good. And less than 30% of total calories of calories from total fat. 
which I feel like that's super low. So it's like basically just protein that you're eating. Oh, this just does not sound fun. It sounds expensive and not fun. Exactly. Something I like to point out is like with the sustainability side of this, like how do you do this like over the holidays or if you're on vacation or going out with friends? Like Emily said, you don't actually learn how to eat. You're just being fed protein bars and protein cereals. And of course you're going to lose weight on that, but you cannot do that forever. No, like, I like that. I think that's a good point. Like, are you going to pack? Anna and I were just talking about traveling. Like, are we about to pack our powders and our meals and our check-in? Right. And And like put a, put a cooler in there. So it's fresh for that whatever like hour long like however many hour flights or whatever or your road trip somewhere are you gonna like you have a six hour road trip you're gonna pack all of your food and then take make sure wherever you're going has kitchen and whatnot so you can eat and never eat out like how is that so they say you wean you they wean you off which I hope Mm -hmm. so because like you can't do this forever from a logical standpoint I feel like I personally if I were to do this, I would not buy in if it was like, oh yeah, do this for the rest of your life. It's like a lot of programs, just like a kickstart. You just kickstart your weight loss by this drastic low calorie, low carb diet. Mm -hmm. But like I always say, if you can't do it forever, don't even start doing it. No, because you'll just gain all the weight back because you're not, your body's not used, your body's going to want to eat more than a thousand calories a day. Oh, that's right. I'm I'm remembering this now. Okay. So you do the five and one, that's the most popular plan. And then you do transition. They have a three and three, which is where you do three fuelings a day and three quote unquote balanced meals. And that is what you're supposed to do to sustain a healthy weight. So they still want you to buy their products and do three fuelings a day, but you're allowed to have three like of your own meals. Like that's a slippery slope. (laughs) Yeah. If you're suddenly like, oh yeah, like you can eat now. Like they haven't learned anything. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I had seen is they talk about exercise a little bit and they actually recommend that you don't participate in intense exercise because of the extreme caloric restriction. Any weight loss program that tells you not to exercise, that should be a pretty red red flag there. Like they literally say- don't do anything too intense because it's dangerous like because you're not eating out. enough. Yes. What? Oh my gosh. Cause like, I'm, I mean, I will note there are times I like recommend patients not to do intense exercise, but it's never for weight loss. So yeah, like, it's they have like a bad else. knee or something like that. Yeah. This yeah. is like, oh yeah, you're not eating enough. So we don't, we want to make sure we're not liable that when you faint, it's like, what'd you eat today? I, three Optavia fuelings, <laughs> 300 calories of protein cereal. Yeah. Sorry. I like fainted during my like root class. Red flag. I mean, like I total, I do get the like low intensity. I think I don't, I don't know a lot about kind of as much as the specifics of weight loss and like exercise, but I know like low intensity is really good for it. So I get that side of it, but like, it's not like they're saying don't participate in intense exercise because low intensity is really good for weight loss. They're telling you because we don't want you to faint because you're not yeah. eating. Because of yeah. extreme caloric restriction. Yeah. 
Well, don't worry, Emily, you get a coach when you're on Optavia. You get a real certified coach. So any questions you have, if you're scared, you're going to faint. You just tell your coach, I'm going to faint. And your coach who has no medical background at all, will just tell you to push through it and go eat a fueling and move on. Every time we ever get to the coaching portion of any of these programs, Uh, I always get so nervous. And every time I am literally everyone thinks they get to just like talk about nutrition and exercise. Like everyone thinks that because they all eat and because they all move their bodies, that suddenly makes them an expert. Yeah. Most of the, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, since they lost weight, they can tell others how to lose weight. Exactly. Most of the Optavia coaches were Optavia clients at first which gives real pyramid scheme vibes, kind of like Herbalife. Those MLMs. Oh my gosh. I don't even, I wouldn't even want to sit in on like a visit. I feel like I'd be so afraid of what I would hear. Right. Especially if I would want to hear, I want to hear what they tell someone who like passes out or something like that. Like besides like don't work out. Like I know how it is working with the public because it's what I do for a job. And I am a very realistic dietitian. Like I'm not ever going to say cut out this, this, and this only Mm -hmm. eat a thousand calories a day. And even I hear complaints all day, every day from patients saying how much they hate, just like generally trying to eat healthier or whatever the rules are. So imagine like if you have a client who is trying or being told and paying money to do this ridiculously restrictive, low calorie, low carb diet. and you have to like coach them through it, but you're not even a dietitian. So you have no idea what you're doing in terms of like counseling and coaching. Like I can just imagine the absolute mess that that is. Like those coaches cannot know what they're doing. Yeah. What stresses me out thinking about it is like, we are both educated and like certified registered, registered dietitians. So we have the background to educate on weight management, but like what happens when these don't work, like these programs don't work and the coaches have to deal with the pay, the clients? Exactly. I don't even know what they would say because like, just keep trying. Like, I literally don't even know. Like, it stresses me out when I don't feel like I'm helping someone. Yes. Especially with weight management, like a lot. It's <laughs> I have very, I, we've talked about this where, Um, weight management is not something we both want to do long term Uh, but like what I couldn't even imagine like the stress of or like maybe they just don't get stressed like maybe they're just like oh well they don't care because they don't have like the code of ethics that we like feel or like the morality that we're taught in school that we have to like feel about like patient care like they don't care they're just true yeah they're, they're just those coaches, it's like those 18 year old trainers who are just like, Oh, everyone's got the same 24 hours in a day. We can all just go to the gym. Who cares if you have kids or you're hungry or you're stressed or whatever other bear you're going to have when you're following this diet, it'll be fine. You'll lose weight. It's all that matters. I don't know if this is, maybe I'm making a huge assumption. And like, if I am cut this out, (laughs) I do not want a scandal on our hands but <laughs> not a ton scandal I feel, <laughs> I feel like there has to be so much gaslighting where like if something doesn't work for someone like because there's no way and yes. like no weight loss program has a hundred percent success rate 
Oh, that's just not because intentional weight loss fails 90 something percent of the time. Yeah. So So like what happens when the clients come back and they're like, it didn't work for me. I feel like then the coaches would be like, oh, you You didn't didn't try or like, yes, maybe like you should do a program over again or like you ate too many onions. (laughs) Like, I feel like it's like, I think gaslighting is the right term, but just like essentially like putting it on like it's like, the client's fault. Yeah. And when it's like the program's fault that the clients are not being successful because it was built, it was not built for them to succeed. This would, this type of eating you will never maintain just because it is not exactly. realistic, sustainable in any way. And exactly. it's expensive. Oh, I can't get over that. Like I'm a very... I'm a very money conscious person. I've always been probably a bit too much. <laughs> Me too. Um, but like, that's a lot of money you're spending on a monthly basis to not see long-term sustainable results. Yeah. But weight loss sells. Like that's why it's oh, so yeah. popular. Oh, yeah. That's why weight loss programs everywhere, like Weight Watchers, Noom, mm-hmm. Octavia, Herbalife, they are all so successful, like oh yeah, and then that like could ever create because they saw <laughs> weight loss. Yeah, and then when it doesn't work somewhere else, we'll hop somewhere else to hope it works there. Because everyone it's always promises this is the schedule. next one. Oh. It's infuriating. It's infuriating because, <laughs> uh, because people believe in this stuff because they promise weight loss and they see the success stories. Their neighbor did mm-hmm. it. The person on the website did it and they look great. And so they just think it's going to be a good fit for them, but you know, making realistic lifestyle changes are that's never a good option. <laughs> we need to stop recording these after I get off a day of work because I'm already like a little frustrated. Yeah. It just carries over. Yeah, there's so much to say about all that, but it's also so many things we've already said where like issues with focusing on weight loss, like the marketing behind, they have really good marketing. I will give them that. Like all these programs have very good marketing tactics, except for Herbalife, because that's just like sketchy to me. Herbalife, I don't know how Herbalife is doing what they're doing still, but whatever. Yeah, but it's just, I feel like it's, it is a success stories. And oftentimes those success stories aren't even accurate. It's like, it's either Photoshopped or it's taken, it wasn't just the program or it was taken during very specific like moments in time. I would like to see those people's stories like two years later. They're yeah. still there. Exactly. Um, we didn't even mention how Optavia apparently is created by physicians and dietitians, but the coaches are not dietitians. The coaches are just people who have done Optavia. That's all they are. But like what dietitian, I mean, I know there's some out there and everyone oh, yeah. has the same views as us. Mm-hmm. Like everyone has different views or some who really do get into weight loss, but like, come on, what dietitian gets the same education as us and still thinks it's okay to make a program like this. Thing is, I know they're out there. Like I've seen some, some wild. You see some wild things on social media. I feel like we haven't even been on social media like actually for that long. Yeah. I mean, and also social media is pretty new. But there are some. There are not. <laughs> who said this? Not all dietitians are created equal in the mm, sense of 
a lot. We all get like essentially the same education, but after your internship, I feel like that's when a lot of your personal views shift and what you kind of decide to hone in on changes for the better. And that's also when I've seen as you've seen recently with a lot of social media drama is where the support from evidence-based resources sometimes gets neglected for individuals personal gain so I'm just not even like surprised because it's I feel true like-, like there's a lot more money as a dietitian to work oh, in Octavia yeah. than there is to work at an inpatient hospital and do like two feed rates all day oh yeah so it's it not like- only sells for people who are buying into this as a client but also for like people who are creating these things too it's an easy yeah. money maker Oh yeah. And supplement industry, Supplements. so much money, so much money there. It's. I get insane. DMs every day, every day asking like what I think of a certain supplement company. And my answer is always the same. It's just another run of the muscle from my company. Just eat fruits and veggies. You'll probably be fine. Like we gotta, like, we gotta figure out the basics first before we can start throwing in like $30 multivitamins Yeah, and fat burners and BCAAs. Oh, yeah. This episode is kind of a hot mess, but it's because you guys really know <laughs> at this point what we think about diets like these. Or I'm mostly like just explaining. tired. I feel tired for an episode forty-six. I'm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm. So many of these are just like the same, the but same slightly thing. different in a little way. That that's how. And they once. Like- once you realize that, that like diet culture is everywhere, it's exhausting noticing just like, oh, look, another weight loss program. Literally every day. Not only do I get those DMs about like stuff in my companies, I also get like patients will tell me or I'll get a DM about like a different like weight a loss program. program. Yeah. Yes. There's so many and they're all the same, literally all the same. Yeah. Honestly, my it. advice for that would be like, go to a weight loss dietitian. Like there are a bunch of them on social media that we really like. Yeah. And I actually like really like them. Go yes. go to them. <laughs> yes. They're going to provide because you with better changes. Exactly. They're going to focus on the same things that maybe Emily and I would, but just the focus of weight loss. <laughs> yeah. That's like their, their deal. They're gonna... Yeah. Ugh. Well, that's really all I wanted to say. I mean, final, bottom line, are you going to lose weight doing this diet? Yes, obviously you're eating 800 calories a day, like you're two years old. But once you decide you don't want to pay 430 bucks a month for powders and bars and protein cereals, and you decide to start eating real food again, you are going to gain all that weight back and then some. Just like every other freaking diet. Yeah. (sighs) This is just, it's an expense. Essentially, it's an expensive way to like, be given food that isn't even fun and doesn't teach you any life skills at all like I don't like giving out meal plans for partially that reason like it's not fun you don't get to actually learn anything you don't actually maybe like what I like so I would never know if you're eating what I'm making you eat but like Mm -hmm. with this you don't even get to like any decision you just like eat what you're buying and it's so expensive I'm like trying to think of something comparable to $400 a month and I can't like rent I like a, a college town yeah. apartment that is rent for the month. 
Well, I mean, that's like a realistic grocery bill, but with a lot more groceries. Oh, yeah. Not just like five fuelings a day. Like I'm talking like full fledged meals and you can likely feed more than one person with that. That's true. I always forget it's for one person. (laughs) For one person, 400 a month for one person. And it's not even all of their meals. They still have to buy the lean and green. Which is the expensive part of grocery shopping is the lean meats. Yeah. So you're probably paying like 600 bucks a month for food just for one person. Stresses me out. Don't do it. Don't Don't do it. Save your money. If you want to do weight loss, work with a weight loss specialized dietitian. And maybe get a therapist. You probably have some deep, deeper issues besides just your food. Yeah. Like. That's something I've discovered working in weight management is it's never about the food ever, ever go see a therapist. Yeah. Therapy is great. Yeah. Okay. I say we do the bonus (laughs) question because this episode we're just upset. I feel drained. I don't even know. Okay. This will be a good, I think lighthearted question. So today's bonus question isn't really like this or that it's simple yes or no really and kind of why we think that but the question is is mint chocolate chip ice cream actually good or is it just like toothpaste that you eat emily what are your thoughts do you enjoy mint chocolate chip things i love mint chocolate chip it is my favorite ice cream it has been my favorite ice cream anyone who says it tastes like toothpaste i will fight And it's so refreshing. I feel like it has a different taste. There are different types of mint. It's different than toothpaste because I also use mint toothpaste every day. I'm mint connoisseur. And like toothpaste, (laughs) toothpaste tastes good. Like it wouldn't. Yeah, I'm not trying to eat it. Yeah, I wouldn't swallow it. It tastes bad. Um, But I love mint chocolate chip ice cream. I could eat it any day and every day. Same. I love, I love anything mint chocolate. Like I just got the mint chocolate premier proteins certain season. That sounds so good. I've been like making like little protein coffees with them. They're really good. Yeah. That's so smart. I might have to steal that. Is that made with, I'm not, they have lactose. I I was going (laughs) to, I thought so. Cause the fair life ones are lactose free. So I recommend those like everybody, even those who can't do lactose, unless they're like vegan, obviously, but Mm-hmm. Um, the Fairlife ones, they they actually taste better than the Premier, but they don't have a mint one. That's why I brought the Premier up. Right. But yeah. Right. Like York peppermint patties, those are so I good. I love those. Oh or Junior mints. Oh, those are so good. Like it's not toothpaste; it's mint. That's like a an herb. Like it's not the same thing. Yeah, and I feel like this is something that is a very controversial question. Only in the sense that people who hate it, like, make it their whole, like, when yes. it comes up, it, like, you, like, swear I, like, told them, why can I not think of anything? Like, butter is a carb. That's something I'm thinking mean girls. <laughs> <laughs> like, something like that. But someone who actually understands, like, macros. <laughs> not. Yeah. But they're just so passionate about it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You don't. Yes. You don't <laughs> like, have to like it, but it makes no sense that you don't pineapple on pizza it's like that oh, people yes. who hate pineapple on pizza same type of energy bad vibes getting mad yeah wait uh, people that do like that don't don't like that okay i say i like that i love that yeah me too well it's kind of like the other end though like 
the pumpkin spice crazies like us we're like very in your face <laughs> about liking pumpkin spice yeah. so those are like the people who don't like me ice cream are kind of like that yeah yeah <laughs> ours, ours is just seasonal it's only one time yeah. out of the year yeah you have to worry about us rubbing it in your face I know it's probably like August through October honestly for me because like by yeah. the time November December comes around they already have winter drinks and I'm like then they have the permit stuff come out and I'm going yeah. into mint territory <laughs> yeah but it's funny well I'm glad I thought I thought we'd agree yeah me too I didn't know it was your favorite but I can oh, see yeah. why it's so good oh yeah it just hurts me I know <laughs> I'm sure they have some kind of like lactose-free one out they there these days. Do, yeah. Any lactose-free companies want to send me mint chocolate chip ice cream, you'll be my favorite person in the entire world. And I will we'll give you a shout out to our billions of listeners. <laughs> yeah. I promise we have billions. <laughs> no, I can't show you our analytics. No. Why do you ask? <laughs> the website's down. No, how? Okay. okay, this is side note. This is this is not even relevant, but like people could Photoshop that. Oh yeah. I never thought about that. You could Photoshop your analytics. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. I don't have that time. And I, I also not dishonest. wouldn't really care. Yeah. that. <laughs> they probably like <laughs> gather, like if you had a hundred percent engagement rate on every post. Yeah. They're probably like, like, okay. And then they like, look at your account and they're like, Hmm. <laughs> You're telling Something. me every single follower comments on every single post that you have. <laughs> okay that would be wild <laughs> that'd be exhausting yeah anyway this episode is maybe not our best work but that's okay well, we hope you got the bottom line optavia is just not it it's expensive to not have be having a fun time and just be told what to eat i feel like i personally don't think i know i personally i personally know I know I would hate if anyone told me what to eat. Like yes. I, I would feel like rage. Me too. <laughs> or like, then, like, I'd be like, teach me what to eat so I can like make my own choices and decide. I would like, be so mad if they told me I had to drink like some powder or how many times and like, I wasn't even enjoying it. Like we have to eat for the rest of our life. Like that's something you have to do forever. You might as well. Like make it enjoyable and not terrible. Yeah. Anyway, hope you guys learned something. (laughs) You probably already knew everything that we just said today, but if you haven't, you now at least know what Optavia is and you know that you should not be reeled in or sucked in by their marketing. Stay very far away. Yeah. It might seem nice and there might be like, seem like a lot of success, but check out the weight loss dietitians. It's very easy to find them. Yes, there's plenty. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you in the next one. All right, everyone. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in on this episode of the Upbeat Dietitians with your host, Emily Krause and Hannah Thompson. We appreciate you all so much for continuing to support us. In order to support us and sustain the success of this podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. If you'd like to provide us feedback for future episodes and guest stars, follow us on Instagram at The Upbeat Dietitians. Lastly, you can show us support by providing a monthly donation using the link at the end of our bio. Once again, thank you so much for listening today and stay tuned next Wednesday for a new episode. 
Until then, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.